0: Yo people, welcome to Conversations with Kenji. I'm Kenji Gori, professional footballer, mindset coach and founder of On the Ball. This podcast provides a platform for those in the football world to share their stories, perspectives, and life on and off the pitch. Welcome back to Conversations with Kenji. Today I'm joined uh, with Devonte Cole, son of Andrew Cole, legend, the legend someone who I grew up with. We went to school together. He played for the, the wrong team in Manchester, to be fair, but he's currently plays for Doncaster. So welcome to the show, bro. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Nice to see you as well. Love it, man. Love it. Something that we, I can really relate to you on is that uh, obviously both of our dads were professional footballers. And like I, I always looked up to my dad and I always was proud for, for what he'd achieved and what he's gone through sort of thing. And I always saw it as like a a blessing, you know, that he's kind of experienced all the things that I've experienced. So I could go to him for advice or things that I'd go, I'd gone through. But I also remember like, um, but it also comes with like high expectations, right. On, on us. Cause it's like, they expect you to be a certain way because of what they've done in their career sort of thing. So I remember going to on loan to Ardo as well in Holland and I wasn't known as Kenji. I was known as the son of Dean. You know what I mean? So, so how is that? How did how do you handle that and how is that experience for you?
1: I think when it's the situation like where like your dad's played or whatever sport it might be, your dad might play cricket or rugby or something, and then their son takes off. I think it's one of them where as soon as you walk into a room, everyone thinks of your dad first before you, and people probably need to step back and realize that you know, you're different to your dad. In some cases, you might not be as good as your dad or you might be better than your dad. But mm. I think in a case where, you know, your dad's been so successful in the game, like yours and mine, people are always expecting you to reach those heights or they expect you to be like this. And, you know, you might never, or you might just do it, or it might take you a bit longer than your dad to get to where he was. But I think people need to realise that when it comes to it, it's just, you are your own person. And that's the main main thing for me. So like, I've never really had a problem dealing with it. I feel like people are going to say, oh, son of Andrew Cole, it is is what it is for me I'm my own person you can judge me on on what you see so I never want to feel that pressure because it's not my pressure to feel I think that's other people putting the pressure on you and if you take it like that then for me you're never really going to get anywhere because everyone wants you to live up to that name and if you're trying to live up to that name so much then I feel like it's almost impossible at times because everyone expects everything you touch to turn into gold almost Mm,
0: mm. and it's so interesting you say that because like with that expectation you know because 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 your dad was such a, you know, such a legend in the game and he's experienced all the things that, you know, that we want to experience as professional footballers also, it's like, it's like, you also like want to prove, you know, like, it's like, I always felt like I wanted to, when I went to Holland, for example, I wanted to kind of like prove that I am good, you know, I I am good enough. And I am like, I'm on this journey, but I also want to show that, that I'm I'm as good as him. You know what I mean? Cuz like even even going back to when we were in school together, you know, like I remember like in school or even teammates would say like stuff like he's only there because of his dad. You know, stuff like like you know like stuff like that where it can be so perceived as something negative. Like how did you deal with that stuff?
1: I feel like we go back to almost like when we was in school and it's like, you know, people used to say, oh, you're in at United because your dad or I'm in at City because mm. of my dad. And I think we never used to play the school games and I remember we played maybe one or two school games together. I mm. mean, we just played one, I can't remember where it was now but like whoever was playing we told my apart, and it was literally me and you just playing with each other mm. bringing like 30, 40 yard balls and I think like that was a the game there where everyone went oh right they are actually good in their own right it's not just their dads they can play and I think that changed all and I think it's almost like that in life and a lot of things until someone sees you do it with their own eyes they always expect something else and then when people do see you play or they see you playing different things and they realise you can actually play I think that's when you get their respects and you realise that oh they're they're their own person like they can do it themselves they're not just your your dad so I think for me it's a lot of like you know what right, okay my dad is my dad but I can do this as well. Mm-hmm. So when you see me, then make your mind up. Don't judge me before seeing me and think, oh, you should be like dad. Cause if you look at it, me and my dad are complete, completely different players. Mm-hmm. You and your dad are different players, but everyone expects you to be literally the clone of your dad when yeah. it don't happen. It can't
0: happen like that. Yeah, nah, you're so true. That's so true. Like you said, like when you first go into a change room, the first thing that they see is your dad. It's like, oh, that's, uh, you know what I mean? And it's like, it can be, it can be hard, you know? Because it's like, no, I'm Devontae. Like, I'm, I'm Kenji. Like, why are you making me be someone, like, putting a, putting a, a stamp on me when I'm bigger than just that? You know what I mean?
1: No, no, exactly. Like that. And I think now it's probably like, we're 25 now, so I feel like that's almost kind of gone because we've, not gone, but it's still there, but because we've been playing so long now and mm-hmm. people have seen us played and we've achieved things in our, own rights like you know you playing playing at Swansea or going to Portugal now with me playing for different teams over here you know and having like won a league and people have seen me score goals like now I feel like when you walk into the junior room, they go oh that is Andy Colson but actually hold on we've seen him playing at league for the last three four years like we know what he's about so people now you get your own reputation of what people expect and I think now it's at the point now where you know you're not in the young teams in football anymore you're in the middle team and that hurts my heart but it's at that point now where people, they expect a certain thing from you. So when you don't live up to your own standards now, I think like that's a problem that I'm seeing now when people have seen you score goals mm. or seen you at certain levels and you know, you have to sometimes step back to go forward again. And because mm-hmm. people have seen it, they expect it all the time. And I think it's almost, is that reputation that you're living up to now. It's your own one that you've set instead of your dad's. So mm. I think that's where it's all coming full circle now being 25 and looking to kick on like on with your prime years. It is like really just nailing down and getting back to like the best football you can play so everyone can see like, hold on, like I've still so got so much more to come and what you expected, I'm going to give you what you expected and more. I think that's what it's coming to now.
0: How do you actually handle like having a drought, for example, or like having them expectations set on you, goals after goals, like as a striker, they expect goals, right? And then, so if, if you're going through a phase in your career where you're not scoring goals, how do you go through that? How do you handle that? I feel
1: like goals is, is what they expect and I've always thought like, wherever I've gone I've always scored goals and always backed myself to score goals in the recent years I've probably like scored a lot more goals than I have but it's been through different things in football you know you go somewhere you're not playing or you know it's up to you it's things out of your control but then really you've got to look at yourself and think you know you've just got to knock it down and get through it and I think the expectation of scoring goals is always going to be there and for me like you know it's not something that I really like, I deal with it, but I don't really think, oh, shit, I've got to score goals. Because I know like, I want to go out there and enjoy but I know, like, if I'm playing well, like, I want to score goals. But, like, I think where we're at and where we're trying to get to, it does boil down a bit to, like, I know I have to score goals to get to the high level or the next level. And it's it's only when you get to those levels that, you know, not scoring goals for four or five games is okay. Because when you're, like, playing well on an all-round basis and, like, your team's winning, people actually don't really mind it. But it's when you're striving to get places that all oh, people want to see as goals. So I think for me now it's just not putting too much pressure on myself to score the goals because when you do that's when you don't score. Like your performances can be great, but you feel like I've not scored, and like that will get me down sometimes. Like I could play really well if i have not scored because I know like really everyone's looking at the goal, not the all-round performance because of where we are. Whereas if you look at the top level, you can have because you don't score for fifteen, twenty games. But people they say like, oh, look what he brings to the team, but they don't quite acknowledge that. At, obviously, like the levels that we're at, sometimes it's all all about the goals or the assists. And I think it's just, you know, finding that balance between you not know, putting too much pressure on yourself for scoring goals and also making sure, like, you know, you're playing well because when you're playing well, it will all come.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's like people look at it like as in, like, you can have a bad game, but if you score, like, you get away with it sort of thing, you know? Like, yeah, it, and you almost do. It, it, it's like you would almost do get away with it. And it's like people don't even, like, sort of respect anymore you having a good game or the dirty work that you do or the runs in behind that you make for other people. You know, it's like, it's that sort of thing where it's like it, it all comes back to you just being on the pitch and enjoying yourself. Really. It's like just being on that pitch and just giving your all and, and the goals will come with that. It's like not putting too much pressure on yourself to, to actually go and score the goals. Like that's all you're thinking of. I need to just score, score, score. Cause if you're not enjoying it, like, what is the point in playing? You know, like right now we're yeah. coming through a phase, in, a phase in, in life where we don't even get to play football right now. But it's like, it's like, it comes back to the, to the time where we're like, we wish that we could now play and actually we, we took it for granted actually being able to play, you know? So it's like now it's like, it's, well, for me, it's like, I'm starting to really, like when I do go back to football, when we do end up being back on that grass, just enjoying it enjoying it while we still can because obviously it's like we don't get to do this forever it's like one day it's gonna stop and then it's like oh wait what now you know what i mean and it's and it's yeah. like just being really just enjoying the moment enjoying every step of the in step of the way but let's go back to your yourself um to young to your younger self your time at man city going through all the age groups and stuff like that how was that experience for you I think the time at City loved it. I feel like at the time when, you know, City before
1: all the money, like, there's there's not really a better place to grow up and, you know, if he was around, like, the teams we played at that time, mostly, like, he was United but all the other boys, like, I think we was a team to go to, um, to beat and we was always strong that mage We was probably, like, one of the best, I'll, I'll always say that but I think just going up, going from, I don't know, like, from, I think, joining on under-9s, under-10s and going all the way up to, like, um, reserve, like, on the verge of the the first team I feel like it was just a great experience but I now remember when I was like 13, 14 I I wasn't really enjoying football that much it was a bit I'd rather just go to school and just go and chill out with my mates after school and I feel like that year I thought about quitting I was bit like mum like it's good but it's it's not really for me I'm not enjoying it and I had the one coach called Pete Lowe on the 14s and he just completely changed my mind at all and he just worked with me from day one literally when I joined on the 14s that year to the end of I thought, yeah, everyone said, like, you've come on so much. But for me, it was him just showing me almost a different side. But Williams, was like, you know, what's you go out there and play, like, the shackles off, like, and it's usually you have coaches even at those ages where they're like, you've got to do this, got to do that. He was just purely like, go out there and play, and, you know, if you need my help, I'm here. I found myself going to him and saying, oh, like, can I work on this, can I work on that? Whereas, like, previous years, I've never done that because I've been so bored of people saying, like, you need to do this, you need to do that. I was thinking, like, with 13, 14, I just want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think that took me on so much to the point where like at the end of that year, going into like under 15, 16, I was thinking, I want more of this. Like, I want to step up. I want to play the year, but I want to play two years above. A lot of the boys were doing that. I thought at that point, a lot of the boys have kind of gone ahead of me and they started to do that. Whereas by the end of that year and going into next year, I was starting to take over them again and I was starting to play a, a year higher or two years higher. And I just think coming up through the age groups, getting to like 17s now where... um I went away with the first team for the first time to South Africa and I, I remember like yesterday and I was buzzing, I remember I was nervous as hell but I trained with him a few times by then and I just thought, you know what, this could be the chance and, you know, I think it was Pellegrini who was the manager at the time and he was just going out there every day and, you know, just trying to see the standards that they set themselves and just trying to get to those standards, you know, just being the monster obviously brings you on massively and, you know, I came on, uh, I made my debut and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget and I just think all those experiences being at City and Doing these different things that go in the way. I think that's for me something I bring everywhere I go. And now, like when I talk to young boys about it, when they're like saying, Oh, what was it like at City? And Mm -hmm. I I tell them what it was like, and it's great, and it could have been different. But really, I tell them I'd probably much, I would be in your position now coming through at a, I don't know, a Championship club or a League One club. Like, because some of the boys I see, they're good. I'm thinking, You probably might have not got into my City team, but really, you getting into the first team here and playing games, you'll jump ahead of all these other boys you know, United, City's, your Chelsea's, Arsenal, because they're not playing. Mm-hmm. And now you see these young boys getting bought from the low leagues of wherever, like even Spain, Germany, whatever, because they played, I don't know, 31st team games, like 18, 19, yeah. whereas like me and you, we were stuck in the system until like 18, 19, where I got out 19, but still like some of my boys didn't get out to like 21. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, too late yeah. by then almost. It's,
0: it's so interesting you're saying that because it does bring back so many memories from back then because it's like, you know, when you're, in, when you're in that environment, it's like a norm, right? It's like that's you're going the in there. It's like the normal thing to do. And it's like your expectation is the first team. Like every age yeah. group that you go on, the goal is to go and play for the first team, right? And it's like every every age group that you surpass, it's like under 16s, right? Now I'm going to go to the under 18s. And I'm like, all right, once I get to the 18s, I'm going to get to the 23s or the reserves. And then I'm going to make the first team. Like that's in, that's the only thought in your mind. And like because there's so many players that are so good as well. And like I, in our, in our situation, like they just bought players. Like I remember like being at United and suddenly you, they, they bought Adnan Yanuzai, They bought Mats Dali, They bought, they bought Andres, Andreas Pereira. So they're just buying players. And it's like, what, well, where, where is my opportunity going to come from? Like, I'm not going to like, where, where now? So it gets to a point where I have to make a decision in my career. Like, am I going to, like i'm gonna have to make a decision to to go further so you have to gonna make a decision to come down to go back up like you said and it gets to a point obviously that with that is like when you're in that situation like to for you to say it's easier you know to to go to go to uh to a thing but in that mindset of being in an academy it's like that's all you're focusing on right yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like all your focusing is on that. So so how how was it for you to then have to leave city when you know that's that's your normal because you're like that is what you've grown up to be like. Like how was that experience for you to leave there, have to leave there? I think
1: just growing up, I feel like at the time because city didn't. It was I was like in the middle when they just started to get the money and buy big place, so by the time I got to like 17 we just started to buy a few players but these mm. players hadn't replaced any of us they was playing with us so our team was just even better but I think it was when we started seeing like your Aguero was coming in and the mm. Silvers we were there like realistically to get in this first team you've got to be like a, you've got to be a mm. Sterling you've got to be a Raheem or you've got to go in and you know wait for your chance or there's no way you're going to go straight in there like a few years before you've seen your, trippies, your storage like all these boys a bit older than me they was all going straight in mm-hmm. so I think I got to 19 and I had the chance to go out on loan, and I went to Barnes it's my first home and at that point I didn't know what real football was I was just like oh going on loan you know I'm going to leave one to play and it would just be fun and I remember I went out there second, second game I scored and I just thought like this is just like it's almost like the 21s but it was when I started hearing people saying like we're gonna win and you know my mortgage is on the line or you know this is paying for my holiday I'd never seen it like that I was just like I would say I was getting paid like good money at the time from sitting I just thought for me I'm just going and playing football but these boys was really had like everything on the line you know and getting the promoter could mean so much more changing their lives and that so I think it was that year that made me realize that hold on, like it's a completely different ball game. And But to me, I was still playing like I was playing at City. So every game that I was scoring, I was doing well and I started to get a bit of no smaller places. and I just carried on doing the same thing because I, I knew no difference. So I think me, my first loan didn't change anything. And, you know, I think the second half of the season, I went on loan to MK Dons and we got promoted. And I was still in my City bubble because I thinking, oh, I'm just going to go back to City and just carry on because I didn't really see anything else. And it wasn't until um, I was going back to City that year and in the January before, I went to MK, and you know, I first really seen what football was like. And I was going to go um some, somewhere else in, in that window, and the team that was like pushing on, like you know, getting promoted to the Premier Time from the Champion. I was thinking, you know what, I'd love that, you know, because we all want to play at the highest level. We kind of weren't raised. I was thinking I'm 19; it'd be a great chance. And it wasn't until City did a few things, and I was just a bit like, oh, this is real football. Like you don't just get to pick and choose where you go. Like they control it, and they can shut it down if they want to, or they can say no. and... And that's when I realized that like, this bob where I was in just playing football, having fun, it's not that it's a business to them. And in the business, you're just a little pawn. It can move around almost. And that's when I realized that like, oh, football's a serious thing.
0: Mm, it's really true. It's really true. Like the business side of football, it can affect so much, right? Because it's like you feel you feel like like you said, you feel like a pawn in the system. And yeah. it's like, almost like when you're feeling so small in the system, it's like you can do anything in your control, but they have the power at the end of the day. They can block anything that you want to block. So how does, how did you handle that moment there? I think for me, that was,
1: cause it's the first time it happened. I thought, oh, do you know what? I was almost like, it's all right. You know, I remember I was on the way down to go sign for this company. My dad called me and said, like, you can't, you can't sign. And he explained to me the reasons why and what's it done. And I was a bit like, but well, why did I do that? But being, being so young, being naive, you've never been in that situation before, I like, "Oh, like, I was cut. It's all right." But I will just go to the and carry on uh, playing football. Like, I'm fine with it. So I don't think I ever really dealt with it until probably about like two two years ago now, when it's when it's come back up and I have just gone to um, when it almost what happened to me again, where I missed out on deadline day, um, going to another club, and it brought back all those same feelings. And I realised that, do you know what? This this is football. I don't control it. I can do as well as I want. They can promise me all this. But when it comes to decisions that I am really stuck upon in the game, and it's I think it's dealing with that like mentally that can only make you kick on because if you don't, like it will crush you. And I know for, for a while, a good six months, I was a bit there you know, like, when am I going to get my break? Like, yeah. I've done everything, like gone by all the rules, you know, I'm not spaying anyone or I'm turning up with any put my work And I just think like, when does my, when does my break coming Or So I think dealing with that, it probably took me a good two years to deal with it and it's, that's when I realised football it's not just fun and games it's a business but I realize I wish I could still play it like it's just fun and games because I mm. guarantee I play better all the time but because I know what happens off the field now I'm conscious of it so I, I always almost know like if I do that move then this repercussion is going to come because I've, I've dealt with it before now mm. so I think you start playing football in a different way and in the way when I hear like boys that at so but saying like you know I've lost my love for it a bit like I fully understand it now because mm. these things can and I know like probably all of my mates like you all growing up with playing football but at some point we've been a bit there like, you know what, football shit. Mm. But it's coming out of that and realising like what it is to make you love love it again, which I'm getting back to now is mm. you know, which is finding your love, like why do you play it? It's not because of that why you play it, but it's oh, what that oh scroll that has ruined it almost for you. Mm. And that's why a lot of people fall out of love with the game, which is what I've realised now I never got it before. But I get why people just go, no, nah, I'm not doing it anymore.
0: Yeah, it's so true. You hear it all the time. Like even in every dressing room that you go to, there's always that couple of people that say, I don't even like it anymore. And it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, they've, they've lost that love for the game. They've lost the love for the game. And it's so sad to see when, when somebody's lost the love for the game and, and like, it's hard to get out of that, you know, when you're in that, it's like how, and that's why, like, how, how did you get out of that mode? Because obviously it's like, it's difficult when you're in that moment. But looking back at when you were in that, like, how did you get yourself? How did you motivate yourself to keep going? Just before we move further into this episode, I want to ask you, do you feel like you are currently getting the most out of your life? I'm not just talking on the pitch here. I believe that life is all about growing in all areas. And to guide you in your growth, I've developed the On The Ball Mindset Planner, a planner to support athletes in finding out who they really are, beyond the pitch. This planner will get you thinking ahead while staying in the present by its life assessments, daily goal settings and journal prompts, and so much more. To get yours now, go to ontheballmindset.com. The content in this planner really did change my life, and my hope is that it changes yours too. I think
1: at the time where it happened the second time, because I was, I was probably playing some of my best football I'd ever played, and I was almost there like, I know I should have got my move, and I should have gone, and I was a bit there like, but I'm going to carry on playing because something better could come. Mm. So because I, I was already in that mind pain of playing so well, when I, you know, the manager gave me a bit of time off, and I just came back the next weekend and I carried on scoring. And I just thought, well, it's gone now. And I think that's what kept me going because I was playing so well. And I just, mm. I said to to myself, I was like, you need to keep going with no one else now but you because you've seen what what they've done. So I think that's what kept me going like most. So I was just thinking, like, just go out there and play it. Like, and luckily I had like good boys around me at the time, like all my young age, and they, we was all pushing for the same thing. So I think that helped. And that's what got me out of it almost to be there, like, just carry on because you never know what can happen football like literally everyone says
0: mm-hmm. and I never got it at the start Obviously, like your life can change in a year, six months mm-hmm. and it really can. It really can. Like even like Daniel James, right? I had him on the podcast also, amazing episode. Yeah. He basically spoke about how he basically, he played three months of professional football, right? Then on the transfer window, like the last day of the transfer window in January, Leeds uh, offered the deal for him to go to Leeds and he was like and he signed, everything was done. Then the last moment, it fell through. Four-year deal at Leeds, biggest transfer in, the, in, in January. So he thought, oh my days, life. What is, my, what is happening to my life right now? Not realizing that United is coming at the end of the season. So it's like, it's like things happen in your career, but you still need to continue to do what you've been doing. Like even though the things on the outside aren't, going your way or or like the transfer that you wanted failed or it all happens for a reason and it all happens for Mm -hmm. or something you know if if you're not getting that break it's like it's all preparing you for the break you know what i mean it's like if you didn't experience the things that you've experienced then how do you know how to handle that certain experience for your next experience you know Mm -hmm. what i mean So, so, so so that's where it's like when i see daniel james it's like wow like he didn't know that United was around the corner. He didn't know when, when that deal didn't go through that he was going to be playing at United right now. And it's like, and it's like even, even to just see his story, it's like, it's like, that is what football is. Football is all about these little moments that you can, that you can have. Like, at the end of the day, bro, like, I see football, foot, like I said last time, it's like, football, you got to enjoy it. While we still can. Like, even though it can be hard, even though like if people can be against you even though the pressures of what it brings like if you if you just strip all that down and think i actually this how many people would actually pray to be in my position right now how many people would actually pray to do what i'm doing right now people are praying to be in our positions that we they can actually play football so like nice. we're privileged to actually play the game bro so it's like it's like that's what i kind of focus on i kind of focus on just being in the present moment and not really trying to focus on the future too much. Cause that can kind of hinder where you are right now. So it's like, it's like really do embrace in the moment that you're in. And that's what I find so interested in you. Like that's, that's what you're, go, you know, going through all of that, like being, knowing, understanding that football is a business and obviously having your dad to support you through that is, is massive, bro. And, and just to go back to your loans like, um, how were their, them experiences exactly for you? Because in my mind, like, how I used to think about loans was like, I'm going here and I'm going to be coming back to Swansea. Like, that was my, my mindset. Like, I'm going out on loan, I'm going to play games and I'm going to come back to Swansea anyway. So it got to a point where in Northampton I wasn't playing and I was like, I'm, I'm going back to Swansea anyway, so it doesn't matter, you know what yeah. I mean? So how was your mindset then? I
1: think because my, my first one that I went out on... I was thinking, I'm going out and I'm going back to city regardless. Mm. I never thought about when you're going to play somewhere else, like, you don't know who's watching, like, everyone's always watching. So then, because I learned that off my first loan, I then realized going into my second loan that you ain't just going here to go back to city, you're going here just to showcase to everyone. So now, like, when I've gone on loans or gone places, like, I thought, I might not be going back there because someone else could see me and think, hold on, you're coming here now. So mm. I feel like no. I look at every opportunity on the pictures, you never know who, who's watching It's almost like, you know, I could be happy and content where I am. But, you know, you don't know what's going on. Like you mentioned Daniel James there or like my experiences in the past. Like I missed out on Sheffield United on the deadline day I signed. Mm-hmm. I missed out by three minutes. They said no to the extension. Then a year, a year later, they were in the prem. And I sat there, I remember sitting there thinking, oh. that would have been me like three, four years or whatever, I would have been in the Prem now. You know, that hit me, but I thought that setback and me going to Wigan, which was obviously a high, it's all setting me up for something big in the next few years because otherwise I wouldn't need to go through such a high and such a low and such a high again. So I think now it's just back to that, you know, it's playing football, but it's making sure you enjoy it because when you enjoy it, nothing else matters but when you start playing because you're thinking if I do this I'm going there I think that's what stops you and I think that's definitely what stopped me for years I was just thinking oh if I do this you know, like, I know what's going to come of it instead of just playing football and playing it because I love the game and that's what I did and when you do that for your first couple of years you always feel like good things happen and that's what I personally feel like it's when you start worrying about the business side of it or thinking mm. you know what this is against me that's against me that's when it becomes a grind and you
0: just think why? Like, why me? Or you start feeling sorry for you. You yeah, like, just got, got to stay team. like in the zone on it. It's true. Like a lot of players are like, what's the point of giving my all if I'm not going to play anyway? Or what's the point when the, the, the gaffer doesn't like me? Or what's the point when the, the chairman is trying to sell this guy. So I'm not going to play. Like, it's not, it's like victim mode. We've got to start taking responsibility for our it life. Is. Like, you know, it's like at the end of the day, you're there for a reason. You're there for a purpose. So like, don't, let a circumstance define who you are, and don't let a circumstance define you not giving your 100%. You should be giving your 100% regardless of anything. You should yeah. be because if you don't give your 100% in this, and you're not going to give your 100% in your marriage, then you're not going to give your 100% to your children. That's I'm just a firm believer of how you do one thing is how you do everything. So, yeah, no, no, no I agree. I, agree you know I mean, when things get hard, that means you, what you're going to give up on your marriage. When things get hard in your marriage, you know what I mean? When things get fu- hard in football, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna start still give your all or you're just gonna give up? When things get hard in your marriage, are you still gonna give it your all or are you gonna give up? Like that's the sort of thing where like I'm so passionate about. I think
1: on on that it comes a lot with we've seen like, you know, going up United and sitting like we've seen like I don't know, there's players that I know I played with that should have made it. Mm. but there's players that made it ahead of them because they didn't give up or because of their work career yeah. and it's like you know we all have our rights you know I know some days they're going to train out I'm like I cannot be bothered today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know you have that one session I don't care who you are every footballer has where where mm-hmm. they don't put it in they just think not today coach will is going that. you'll come back tomorrow and you'll be like yeah I'm doing it Like you mm-hmm. still have those moments but it's just having those moments every now and then because it's normal to just yeah, it's just having it every day it's just thinking you know what this is not, this is not me or I'm not playing Because you have to just keep on going and I think it comes down to that, like talented players just not, not making it because they just think I should be playing regardless and you know, that's why they're less talented or probably not less talented but just a better mindset they come through and, and
0: they work it's so true it's so true because like even like going back to my time in Holland right I felt like I just made my debut and I'm like I deserve to play I need to play and then it and then and then I don't play. So then I'm like, how am I not playing here? Like, who does like who? But yeah. well, then I'm now I'm looking so that's back at you myself
1: putting yourself on that pedestal.
0: Yeah, and why, who do I, who do I think I am to deserve to play? I still need to prove. I still need to do the things that, that that are in every day to show up every day to show that I should play. You know what I mean? But like when you when you when you're in that mind frame of that you deserve something or you your expectation is that I have to play. Like, who do, who, who do I think I am that I deserve to play? You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, you still have to give it your all regardless of, of, of anything else. That's what I say. For me, uh, only your yeah, Agrabas,
1: your Messi, your Ronaldo, you know, your elite players, they go, like, I've got to play because you go, there's no one else that can do what you do. They're the only people who get that.
0: It's true. It's really and true. You, and I'll you have you
1: one or two different. in every team. And
0: yeah. you should
1: think, yeah. But that's it for me.
0: Yeah. It's really true. Like it's like when you're looking at them as well though, but they've already proven it, right? Yeah. No, they've, in, oh, they've proved it week in, week out. Like I've not really proved anything. All I've proved is right, I've made my debut in the prem, but but I've not proved anything other than that. No. Like, how am I who do I think I am to say like, I should play? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's that it's just that acceptance and that understanding of just knowing your rights, like knowing that. Right, yeah. You should not not that you shouldn't that shouldn't want to play, of course. You should have the desire to want to play. You should be wanting to improve every single day. But don't let that stop you from working hard. Don't let that stop you from giving it your all every single day. No, I agree. Fully on that. Yeah, man. But also something something that I'm really passionate about is in footballers, is that we're more than just footballers, right? So when I, start, when I saw you, like, starting your, your business and starting your clothing brand, like I, was like, I was like, wow, like, that is sick. So... I know like, you didn't when, expect this one. Yeah, I didn't expect it. I was like, whoa, like, wh- where did that come from? So where did that all start from, bro? I think, for me, it's mad. Um,
1: like, I've always liked my clothes. I've always liked fashion. Yeah. If you know me, you'll know that. But, like, I never knew that I liked it as much as I did until probably, like, you know, I 16, 17 and I was really getting into it and I was just looking at different things. But I never thought even then that I was going to try and create my own. And, you know, I started one with my mate way, way back. But, um you know, in the end, I just let him carry on and do it. And I just thought, I'm going to do my own, like, when the time is ready and I'm good. So I think like probably two two years I've been going now, like two and a bit years. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, I started with someone uh, with, like, a business because I didn't quite know like, how it works. So, like, this company helped me on with everything. But like now I've fully taken it over myself. So it's just me who runs it for like the past eight months and I've seen the results and everything. But, you know, it's it's literally learning something from my like back to back. So it's like when people go like, you know, in between times, you've got so much downtime, like you do. And, you know, I see a lot of what like, they might read or I know some go to and do like nights going different classes. Like me now, like my book or like my education is almost getting on this app Shopify and learning like that back to back, like how to put my products up, how to you know and um, change things on the website and or finding different suppliers or just working on it and planning like when i'm dropping in different times it's you know it's as well as me learning like doing the fun stuff which is you know just getting close to you and know, i like it putting it together it's learning the other side of it so like your numbers the stocks, or like mm-hmm. how i'm gonna break even or how i'm gonna make like the margins you know it's it's all all of that so i think really it came from my love of clothes and designers and me just thinking you know what i feel like i could probably put something out there that people are going to buy into and they're going to like and I think other than scoring a goal winning and playing football because that's my first love I don't think there's a better feeling than when I sit on my phone and you know it pops up or so and so is ordered something because I know you know that's come from me that's my idea that someone random in the world's buying into and I just think for me it's amazing like, what you can do you know like I've literally just sat there in my bedroom for like two three years like designing and building it and that's out there now and people are just buying it and i can't get a better feeling than that you know like you know i show it to my mom or my mates or whatever and i say like where are you up to and i'd be like well someone from China's bought it someone from germany or and i'm just thinking it's mad that all these different places in the world and you're buying my stuff mm-hmm. and i think that's what makes me just really want to kick on and make it into something like you know like even if it's not huge but something that's just sustainable and that is where it is now and just you know that people can look at it and see it like, oh, i know what that is yeah. like a brand called baller which popped up out of nowhere which is absolutely huge yeah but for me it's just getting that and you know that's my that's my second baby really so i know when football finishes i hope in however many years that is now that i've got this to step back to and she be like i've got my business ready you know yeah. wow man and that's what i'll be happy with
0: nice i love that i love to hear it man and you know what it's like it, it it's mad it's mad because you know you're 25 and and people don't really think about these things people don't think about um anything other than football, you know, like when you're in the football world, they think like, oh, the excuse is always like, oh, I need to focus on football. But at the end of the day, like you said, we have so much more time. We have so much time on our hands to actually make something of ourselves and make something that, that we can, because football is going to stop one day. Like what, what are you going to do then? Like, what What are you going to do? So it's, and, and like, it's really, i love to hear that, bro. i love to hear that you, what you're doing and, and what, what you're creating in the world, because it's massive, bro. It's massive. And I love, and I've loved to see the growth, bro. I love from, from how it was to how it is now. And, and, you know, continue on your journey, bro, because it's not been put on your heart for, for no reason, right? Like I'm tr- I truly believe that everybody has their, their purpose to their life. Like obviously we're footballers and, and that is our dream. We have our desires to be footballers, but we also have our purposes in our life. And, and like you, you're listening to yours, right? And there's people out there that, that are scared to take that, that step or they're they're scared to, to, to make that, that step because what are people going to think? You know, like Oh, he's not concentrating on football, you know, like they're the sort of things where yeah, what people like could, could hold you back from, from actually doing that. So, so how did you actually overcome that and actually take action in it? I think, you know,
1: now there's more acceptance to it, you know, because people are saying it's not, I think, go back 20 years ago, someone doing a clover line, football, no chance. You wouldn't even think about it because you'd just be, people are like, it's football or nothing. Whereas I think now you look around like this, public is trying to do all sorts of different things, and you're almost encouraged to do that because people are like, it's a short career, and unless you go and make you know like your top tier money, well, not even that because you know you can make less than that and still live happily ever after. You know, unless you go on and make good money, then you're going to need something else to drop on. So I think for me, it's just been you know launching, and at first I was a bit shy about putting my name to it, and even now I'm reserved on it. So you might see it, you'll see me promote it, but. I know I could probably put my name to even more and push it, but Mm -hmm. because I'm quite reserved, you know, I want football to be my main focus and make sure people know that I'm Mm -hmm. probably not pushing as much as I can in my name. But I know really, I need to, and it doesn't matter what people think. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like football gives me the platform to do this, and that's what a lot of footballers probably realise that you've already got a platform there. Like go and use it now. If I was in a Premiership or Bundesliga or whatever, and you know, I was huge. You've already, already got a ready made platform there that you can sell to. That's what people don't realize. If it's, that's what you're interested in, it might not be fashion, it might be something else, but you've already got a platform that normal people couldn't get. And that's mm. one of the advantages we have as well as giving us the money. Like, you're doing this because you've already got a platform to do it. So it's not just footballers, it's your everyday person looking at it. Mm. And that's just one of the benefits that, we get that people don't see is that like, you've been given this, it's mm. just how you use it.
0: Mm. It's so true that it's so true. Like you've have a platform, but what are you doing with your platform? And then at the end of your career, it's like, you're not relevant anymore. Now you suddenly want to do it because it's like, and you know what I mean? It's like, you see it all the time. And that's why it's like, and that's why I'm just so passionate about people really understanding who they are beyond football, what they want beyond football and, and also their visions for their life. Right, you know, it's like, it's like, what do you want from your relationships? What do you actually want in your life, like, other than football? It's like, it's like, that's what I'm just so passionate about because it's like happiness, you know, your happiness comes from football, but what, where else does your happiness actually come from? It's mad you, you say that
1: because I, I say it now and I say it to like, I say it to a mom and like, you know, I love football, but like, I'm almost there now with 44, I'm like, I'd love an office. I love an office. I'd love to be like, you know. Or oh, what are you working on today? Like, what design are you doing? Like, I'd love to walk in somewhere and just be yeah. there like, because that's a different side of work. And I know it's mad we say that. People say to me, you can never do a nine to five or whatever. And I'm like, maybe I couldn't do a nine to five, but I'd love the feeling going in there. And You know, it's just a different type of work because I've done this probably longer than you've ever done a nine to five. Like, football well, started at nine. Yeah. You yeah. wasn't doing your nine to five. Like before you started a real nine to five, I was doing that for 10 years. So I'd love to see like the other side of it. Like that almost makes you happy thinking about, getting an office you know and maybe hiring someone to help me do things and whatever like that's what i'm pushing to do now i'm thinking like i'd love to have that side as well as you know my football and you know my family and just to make sure like, i'm stable i'd love to have something else i go to
0: nice nah, so true and that's that's actually like big you know like people don't have these sort of visions right and that's why i'm I, like I love to hear that from you, bro. Like, I actually love to hear that. And I'm, I'm actually going to hold you accountable to that as well. Yeah, <laughs> hold, hold, hold me, hold that. me. I'm going to hold you accountable to that because I love You'll that. You'll see it, I'm hiring. <laughs> yeah, man, that is so sick. And it's like, that's what, that's what, there's so much more time and so much more things that we can do that we can really set ourselves up for the future. Like, if the life that we want to live, you want to live a good life, you want to live the life that you are living right now. And one day the tap's going to stop you know the tap of money is going to stop your, your paycheck's not coming at the end of the month anymore so what are you doing to set yourself up for that you know and it's it is so it's so inspiring that you're you're doing that right now and setting yourself up for that life after football because it's so important I just think for me it's you've got to look at like, because football's
1: a short career mm-hmm. and we make great money and you know don't get me wrong we could make enough now in the next five years you know what's going to happen like you could end up paying for Dortmund for you know and mm-hmm. We all know after then you ain't gonna have to work because you're gonna be settled but that might not happen you might carry on and be on on the way you are now which can get you so far but you've got to make sure you've got everything in store so when you do finish that like you can go all right okay i'm so comfortable because i'd never want to retire and be like everything's stopped and i've got all this to pay for where am i gonna go i want to make sure that you know i'm ready for that and you know i can almost just retire and relax on the beach somewhere be like i've done i've done what i wanted to do now i'm happy I could put my feet up. Like if I don't want to work, I don't have to work, but I will be working because personally, I want something to do and get up for. But if I did want to be like, I'd want to know that I've done everything. I've got everything set up to make sure that, you know, I could have three weeks off and go wherever wherever I want because when football's on, we've got six weeks in the year where we can do what we want. But in that, weekends, we don't get them. We get an odd international break. But when I retire, I know I want to go traveling because I can't do that now. I want to go to see all, all the world. I want to make sure that I'm financially stable and go and sell. That I can go and do that, and I don't have to worry about coming home to do this. That's how I I
0: think. Yeah. Nah, it's big, man. It's big. And bro, like, be encouraged, bro. Continue being on your journey. Like, I love it. I love everything that you're doing. And definitely for the listeners, they've definitely heard some inspiring things from you, bro. They've heard some uh, inspiring things, bro. Definitely, bro. And um, is there anything else that you want to share to them that they can that they can take away that they can? That they can think, yeah.
1: Nothing else. I feel like I've probably said anything from like the upside down and just where we are now. Really, it's just just enjoying that. Obviously, the whole world's in lockdown or whatever. When everything does resume, it will have changed everything. But I just feel like it's just enjoying whatever you're in, like well, you can if you don't if you don't enjoy it now, probably look to move on to something new. But I think where we are now, it's just enjoying the time with everyone because you ain't gonna get this back now. No, Not
0: working either. or anything. I hear that. I hear that. And it's real time now to get to know who you are, get to know yourself on a deeper level, get to yes. get, get prepared for that new normal. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we're going into a new it normal a new right normal. now. We're going into a new normal. So we got to really prepare to, and ourselves to get into that and actually start living the life that we desire to live. You know, like you get caught up in the life that you, you used to live. And now it's like a reset button that you can reset it into the life that you really do want to live. And you know, like I've done a lot of reflecting i've I've gone in, into my business, gone full force into it, and it's just to to see like to see the life that I'm starting to want to live you know and it's like I've got one for you can you, go when,
1: on when when did you come out of the the bubble of united you know like the bubble we was all in of being united is just thinking you know I want to go to the pam, I want the top you know mm. like, and we was all in that bubble of thinking, I want the best cars, the big houses the lifestyle. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. when did you come out of that
0: so like, it came when I left Swansea, when I left to come, to come here. That was like the biggest switch for me. It was like, at Swansea, it was always like, I, I need to be in the first team, I need to play, I need to do this, I need to, I need to just get the, this car, and then I need to get this house, and I need to do this, right? And then when I came here, I saw a whole new way of life. I saw a whole way, a new way of how life is like a whole different perspective on life. Like I'm waking up and the sun outside, I'm waking up in a t-shirt, I'm waking up, I'm waking up and looking, seeing the sea. Like, I didn't know that you could live your life like this because my, my because of the bubble that we were in, right? Like, it's like, it's like when, you, when we are growing up in Manchester, when you're growing up where we grew up, it's like. My, my goal was always, like, I want to get the big house on Ibrook Road. I want to get on Stanhope Road yeah. like, in Bowden. Like, now my, my goal is to, to live with a pool, bro, like, outside. with, a, with like, It's a whole different perspective on life. Like And that's where it's, like, I got to know myself. I got to know who I am and got to know, got to know what I want from life. Like, you only get one life. You only get one, one chance to, to live it how you want to live it. And I desire to live the life that I desire to live. That's kind of how it, how it came from. It's just that one switch one day, isn't it, man? Yeah, man. It really was that switch. And, and, I, and I said to myself, I want to do everything in my power to, to be the best footballer that I can be. So how am I going to do that? So I started to invest in a mindset coach, started to invest in nutritionists, started to invest in all areas, personal trade, every single thing I started to invest in. And what I realized was that your mindset and how you handle certain situations were the biggest thing the biggest thing for me because it was like it got to a point where I wasn't playing here in Portugal and I was like how am I not playing here like if I don't play here how am I gonna play at the top you know that, that was in that was my mindset and it was just like that was that was so wrong because I'm not in the present moment you know like I'm not this living awesome. the life in the moment like I'm just thinking about what tomorrow brings what next week brings oh how am I going to see my life in five like I've got to live in the present moment to understand smart bro but
1: we all have it the same thing
0: yeah man but thank you for coming on here bro the listeners I hope you guys loved it and um, and yeah man thanks for coming on bro nice bro Yo, it's Kenji. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I want to keep this conversation going. So please send me a DM on Instagram with any thoughts, takeaways, and any questions.